Hey friend, are you trying to plan a Disney World vacation, but you're not sure where to start? Do you wish you could head into your trip feeling prepared and confident with a plan that's right for your family and your budget? Hi, I'm Megan. At Dreamwish Plan, I help moms plan their dream Disney World vacation without the overwhelm. On this show, we'll walk through the Disney Park basics, so you'll understand all the things that Disney World has to offer. We'll talk about vacation planning strategy, and I'll give you tips and hacks that will put you way ahead of the pack, so you can maximize the fun and minimize the stress. So grab a cup of coffee and your favorite notebook, and get ready to create a plan to make some magical Disney memories. Hello friends, and welcome to the Dream Wish Plan podcast. One thing I always say is that at Disney World, time is money. And when I'm planning my trips, I'm very focused on optimizing my time and minimizing wait time. I don't want to wait in lines. And many people are concerned about spending all their time at Disney World waiting in lines. And I get it. But there are plenty of ways to plan ahead to maximize your time. And one way is to use Genie Plus. Buying Genie Plus can really help you save time in lines. But the key is knowing how to use it. And it can seem overwhelming, but once you understand it, it's definitely doable. And it will save you a ton of time. And for some people, that means getting in more rides and attractions, while for others, it can mean more downtime to spend relaxing. Or it could be a combination of both. My goal is always to make things easier and less stressful when I'm in the parks. And Genie Plus helps me to do that. But there's nothing worse than spending the money on something and then not feeling like you're getting your money's worth. If you're brand new to Genie Plus, you can also go back and listen to episode 27, which is a beginner's guide to Genie Plus. And that'll give you an overview of what it is and how to use it. But in this episode, I'll specifically discuss using Genie Plus at Magic Kingdom. There's really no one right way or right itinerary to follow for Genie Plus because everyone's priorities will be different. If you have little ones, or if you have thrill seekers, or if you have a combination of both, your ride choices are going to be different. So what's most important when working with Genie Plus is to identify what attractions are the top priority for your group and combine that information with what attractions are most popular for people to choose as Lightning Lane. So you know which ones are going to sell out first and which ones are going to give you the biggest bang for your buck. Genie Plus pricing is now per park and it changes daily. Right now, in general, it's between $20 to $29 per person for Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom has the most rides that you can use Genie Plus for. I think there's 23 rides and attractions. Two rides that are not included right now are Seven Dwarfs Mine Train and Tron. These are both individual Lightning Lane selections, which are pay-per-ride options. Or you can do a virtual queue for Tron. My recommendation is going to be knocking out Seven Dwarves during early entry or at the very end of the night. And for Tron, you'll either need to join the virtual queue or purchase that individual lightning lane if you want to ride. Another thing I should mention is that you can create a perfect plan and rides could be down or crowds could be way different than you anticipated. And it's going to require you to pivot a bit. But I'm hoping to give you the knowledge in this episode to understand how to create your itinerary so you'll be able to make changes on the fly and not totally panic if your plan goes off course. Okay, so let's talk strategy. I'm gonna break the attractions into tiers and I'm gonna start with the most popular attractions for Genie Plus first and go from there. You may be fine skipping some of these altogether 
or some of them you may decide to do during early entry or rope drop or at the very end of the night instead. This is not at all in order of best rides in my opinion. In fact, a lot of my favorites fall into the category of you don't really need to use Genie Plus. Okay, so tier one attractions. First up is Peter Pan's Flight. This is definitely a solid pick for your first lightning lane, especially if you have little ones. This is a ride that gets really long lines during the day. It's a short ride and it's not exactly thrilling. My husband is completely baffled by the popularity of this ride, and I can see his point. I do enjoy it for its nostalgia and classic Disney vibes, but I'm not waiting in a 90 minute line or anything like that. Next up is Jungle Cruise. This is another ride that some people love and some people just don't see the appeal. If you do want to do Jungle Cruise, it's a good idea to prioritize this for Genie Plus because the lines do get long. All right, so tier two. First up in tier two are the mountains, Space Mountain and Thunder Mountain. If you don't have coaster lovers in your group or if you're able to do either of them in the early morning or at the end of the night, then you can potentially skip the lightning lane on these to prioritize some other rides or character meet and greets. In addition to rides and character meet and greets, you can also use Genie Plus for the Festival of Fantasy Parade to get a preferred viewing area. For me, this is not something I would choose to use a lightning lane for because you can get a pretty good spot without too much trouble, especially if you're okay watching from Frontierland. But if the parade is a priority for you, then it may be worth it to get that special viewing area and not have to hunt for a spot. Okay, the next two are some of my very favorite rides. Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean. Are these rides that you definitely need to use Genie Plus for? No. You can probably get a reasonable wait time for them at some point in the day. But because I know I want to ride both and I'd rather just not have to wait in line at all, these are usually rides that I will use a lightning lane for. And that's easier for me because I also utilize early entry to get some things done. And rounding out tier two is going to be the character meet and greets. You can meet princesses at Fairytale Hall. Here you can meet Cinderella and a visiting princess on one side or Tiana and a visiting princess on the other. Over near Voyage of the Little Mermaid, you can meet Ariel at her grotto. And my favorite meeting is Mickey and Minnie at Town Square Theater at the front of the park. Right next is gonna be your tier three attractions. This is gonna be the, your biggest group. These are rides that you can still benefit from using Genie Plus for, but I wouldn't necessarily choose these first. You can fill them in when you have availability. These are Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, Winnie the Pooh, It's a Small World, Journey of the Little Mermaid, Dumbo, and Enchanted Tales with Bao. I will say for Dumbo, I don't tend to recommend using Genie Plus for this one, because they have a really great indoor play area for kids. It's air conditioned and the kids can run around and play while you wait to ride. But if the indoor playground is not your jam, then by all means use the lightning lane for this one. And then finally, we have the last tier. And this is gonna be the group that you really don't need to use Genie Plus for because there's going to be either virtually no wait or you may just wanna skip them altogether. These are the Barnstormer, Mad Tea Party, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, Tomorrowland Speedway, and Mickey's Magic. I do need to say that I absolutely love Mickey's Magic. Don't skip this one. I think it's great. It's just that you don't need Genie Plus for it. 
Okay, so if you're planning your trip and you're developing your own strategy, here is what I would recommend. Take these tier groups and circle the ones that you want to do most. Then take a look at a map of the park. You can look right in the My Disney Experience app. Figure out if you'll be doing early entry or not, and think about what rides you'll tackle during that time if so. Looking at the map helps because you can try to minimize the back and forth across the park as much as possible. Let's go through an example of what your day could look like. In this scenario, I'm staying on property and I'm going to be at the park for early entry. I'm going to be doing a mix of rides and character meet and greets. So at 7 a.m., I'm going to choose my first lightning lane and I snag Peter Pan. I'm gonna start out early entry by going straight to Seven Dwarfs Mine Train because it's one of my favorites and I don't wanna pay for the individual lightning lane. Once I ride Seven Dwarfs, I'm gonna hit another ride in Fantasyland. So I stop at Winnie the Pooh and then I go meet Cinderella before my return time for Peter Pan rolls around. Once I scan in at Peter Pan, I book my next lightning lane for Thunder Mountain. And while I'm waiting for my return time, I hit up some of the other filler attractions like Small World and Little Mermaid. After I ride Thunder Mountain, I book Pirates of the Caribbean and ride Haunted Mansion. In between your attractions, there are of course stops for lunch and snacks and things like that. I book a lightning lane to meet Mickey Mouse and I hit some more filler attractions and maybe take the train to the Main Street stop when it's time to meet Mickey. I continue booking available lightning lanes and hitting filler attractions with low wait times. And I'm gonna hit Tomorrowland toward the end of the night. Again, this is just an example of how your day could run. You're gonna be focusing on those things that you enjoy most. If you're not gonna be doing thrill rides, you could take those out of the mix and focus on using more lightning lanes on Fantasyland rides and character meet and greets. And if you wanna take the stress out of planning your Disney trip, to have someone walk you through the process step-by-step, step, you can book your trip with me and I'll handle all the details. The best part is it won't cost you a penny extra. In fact, I can help save you money by continuously monitoring for discounts and promotions to apply to your trip. I can take care of all your reservations, including dining, and you'll have access to me for any questions and advice throughout the entire process. You can contact me for a personalized quote and we can start planning your dream trip together. Just click the link in the show notes. I hope this episode helps to make Genie Plus a little less intimidating and help you see how you can create your own game plan for your time in Magic Kingdom. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning. If you enjoyed this episode, it would help me so much if you would take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes. And if you still feel stuck and want my help designing your dream vacation, Click the link in the show notes to book a one-on-one -on -one planning call with me. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time, happy planning.